Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we've got another wonderful, wonderful show in store for you. We've got a, a great guest on the line with us today, someone I know if you like me, you're going to like her. So we're, we're, we're out in store for you, a really fun show. Just a quick reminder to everybody listening, if you want to see the Facebook live stream, the video, we're live on Facebook. Um, you can just go to facebook.com slash talking alternative. And if you don't see the live stream there, just go to my personal timeline, which is Sam Lebowitz, L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z in New York City. You should find it. No problem. Feel free to friend me. Happy to friend you. And of course, when you're watching the Facebook live stream, if uh, you want to comment or ask questions, just type in the comments right on the, the video. Uh, I'll see it and uh, we'll get it going. So unfortunately, my guest is not in studio this week, so you get to see my pretty face all hour long. But never fear, you'll have her voice coming in soon. But let's get started. Of course we have. I know you've been waiting all week long. Like Sam, we want our quotes uh, from the universe. <laughs> yes, we have. let's start off with our quotes from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the, the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Remember the joy you used to feel when you'd find a quarter in the street? And how exciting it was when you got older and found a crumpled $20 bill in the pocket of a pair of jeans you hadn't worn in months. Well, brace yourself because the day isn't far off when in between taking naps, swimming laps, or doing the routine happy dance, you'll be busy gathering documents for your tax return preparer and suddenly find a statement to a bank account you didn't even remember opening with more than enough money in it to do whatever your heart now longs to do, probably twice. You do trip us out. Sure enough, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, uh, wonderful, fun kind of quote, right? I mean, isn't it great? Like when we were kids, you find a penny in the street, a dime, a nickel, a quarter. Oh, my God, if you found a quarter, like that was such a big deal. And then a dollar bill and then 20s. And I remember, you know, going to some of these seminars and people would say, I'm a money magnet. And they'd go out to lunch and they'd come back. Uh, and uh, when they come back, they uh, find like a $20 bill like in the parking lot on their way back in. So, yeah, th those are fun times. So it's all about, of course, was, you know, getting into the vibration of things. Ah, welcome, Jorge. Wonderful to have you, and, and Terry's also watching on the Facebook live stream. Great. And now let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. From Abraham. No one experiences freedom until they stop pushing against others. The only thing that binds you is the pushing against that which is unwanted. And so, if a religion could just be excited about what is what it is, or a person within a religion could just speak with appreciation about what it is without justifying what it is by pushing against everything else, then each religion in all of its difference could be exactly what you're reaching for. Abraham. 
Ooh, wonderful quote from Abraham today. Um, talking about, you know, this idea of pushing against. And in this case, happens to be talking about it in terms of religion, but it's true with everything, 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 right? When we, when we feel like we've found some great truth or we feel, you know, like we have something amazing to give and offer and tell people and educate people about, if we start pushing against what somebody else is saying, if we start pushing against what, uh, you know, someone else believes in, what are we doing? We're really just attaching ourselves to that thing that we're pushing us against. You know, if you, if, if you feel like organized religion is so awful, it does this, it does that, you're pushing against it, and you know what? You're tying yourself to it. Now, look, I'm as big of a jokester as the next person. I'm perfectly fine when people say, well, I'm a recovering Roman Catholic or Jew or Christian, whatever. That's fine. But pushing against something means like you really like, oh, it's awful. It's bad. It's horrible. You know, and you're pushing against it. But if you stop pushing against other things, if you stop saying what you don't stand for instead of what you do stand for, and you really just look at those things that lift you up, that, how shall we say, um, that, that raise your vibration, that, that raise your frequency, that enthrall you, that, that energize you. If we just stick to those things... And, and stop pushing against all this other stuff that we disagree with and we think is awful and we, this and that, you know, we'll be much freer, first of all. We'll be less tied to all the gunk and, and we'll be able to really enjoy the, the variety of life. You know, there are, I don't know how many hundreds of different religions in the world. They all have something amazing to add to the mix now granted i'm not saying like everything about every belief system and every uh, uh religion is good but you know what i'd prefer not to focus on those things i don't tie myself to those things by pushing against them when i see something good about something great i highlight that something good when there are things that are not so good that's fine. I just choose not to focus on that because I know all the time where our focus is, our attention goes and energy flows. And the more we focus on something, the bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger it gets. So if you want a world with discord, if you want a world where things are like a mess, keep focusing on the things that you're pushing against and keep pushing against them harder. If you want harmony, if you want peace, if you want that inner peace, then stop pushing against all these things and just stand for what you stand for. Just believe in what you believe in. Just live how you believe is the right way to live. And I promise you, I promise you, your energy will increase. You'll feel better. You'll look better. It will really help so much oh, getting lots of thumbs up today on the facebook live stream thanks guys but it really will so two wonderful wonderful quotes today from the universe and abraham i mean both in a way talking about being in alignment and and being uh 
you know, focusing on that which is good. And so I hope you enjoyed those quotes of the day. We'll have more quotes of the day for you next week, of course. And now it is my extreme pleasure to introduce to you our guest, Terry Wildeman. Terry develops leaders and entrepreneurs into unstoppable, intuitive leaders. So you know me and Terry have a lot in common. They evolve into puzzle-solving ninjas who discover creative solutions by merging the practical, tactical, logical, physical, energetic, spiritual, and emotional sides of themselves. They quickly and easily identify core workplace challenges and solutions, saving time, energy, and money using streamlined, efficient systems. This quote, whole leadership, quote, approach engages a practical inward journey that provides intuitive, clear, focused, and positive results. The workplace culture renews and expands with innovative ideas leading to a positive workplace and successful business. Terry is the author of Unlock the Power of You and her new new book coming out this fall, The Enchanted Ballroom, the Boardroom, excuse me, Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader will be coming out soon. Thank you so much, Terry, for being on the show today. Thank you for having me on. It's very exciting. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So, I mean, Terry, you're like a coach, you're a consultant, similar to me. Um, how did you really get there? I mean, when you started off, you know, you're kind of like me in that you combine the energetic and the practical worlds. You, you like have really solid feet in on the ground, but you know how to connect to the higher realms. Um, so I'm curious, like when you were going through college and uh, I don't know how you started off your first few jobs. I mean, were, were you always uh, sort of leaning towards this intuitive, energetic side of things or is that a relatively new development? Well, it's relatively new up until the last, you know, the last 20 years, if you want to call that uh, <laughs> new. Okay. Um, I have always been connected with angels. Okay. but didn't really acknowledge it as deeply as I did in, until my early 30s. And frankly, what got me to where I am today is illness. I oh, burned really? out so many times. Ah. I was constantly in my left brain, practical, tactical, and logical mind, going, 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 moving, 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 uh, owning a manufacturing company. I was in law enforcement in my 20s. I was doing, you know, just Ooh, go, 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 do, do, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, been there. Um, I was also living in two different worlds. I'm the daughter of Cuban parents, and I was raised in an American society. So on the outside, I was American, and at home, I was a Cuban daughter. So it was <laughs> a little schizophrenic. Yeah. You know, it was uh, very challenging to, to do all that. So it added a lot of stress to where I was going and what I wanted to do. And then finally, uh, when we moved here to Newport, Rhode Island, where I live now, um, I had another health crisis, and Reiki came into my life. Ah, and okay. my surgeon basically said there was nothing more that Western medicine could do for me. And he said, study oh. whatever this thing is that you're talking about. And he opened the door to giving me per- permission, so to speak, wow. to get more and more into these holistic realms. And it's been nonstop. I became a Reiki master in 1998. I became certified with the HeartMath Institute in 2001. I became a certified executive coach because of the Reiki Really? Because I realized that of I'm Reiki. working with my clients that I needed to learn 
how to ask better questions. Now, I'm a businesswoman who became a holistic practitioner mm. and is now incorporating it back into business. Beautiful. And, you know, it, it's just been unstoppable. The information just keeps coming and coming and coming, and it's just a blast right. to be able to merge both and shift into flow and help others, help entrepreneurs use flow in their business. So I imagine that back when you, you sort of started on this path, that I know for myself personally, because I have sort of a similar path, that it's kind of scary when you first start to introduce this more intuitive, energetic, or spiritual side into business. Do you remember, like, was there something particular, particular incident or situation you were in that kind of pushed you to the point where it made you say, where you said to yourself, you know what, I, I, I can't hide this stuff anymore. I have to start integrating it into what I'm doing on a daily basis? Well, I'm not sure if it was a specific event as okay. much as it just became a part of me. Mm, it became okay. a part of who I am. What did happen is because a lot of the work that I was doing when I, I, I owned the leadership center from 2001 to 2009, and the people who came through, I worked with a lot of government employees. And what happened uh -huh. was I needed to teach this stuff using very, different language. They got the information <laughs> that I needed to, to be very cautious of my language. And what I've noticed recently is that people are just more open, you know, with mm. companies getting into yoga and mindfulness yeah, and this kind yeah. of thing. We can be more ourselves today. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's people are much more open and interested. They're talking about meditation all the time, yoga. It's, it's, it's amazing the world we live in now compared to even 20 years ago. Oh, even five years ago. Even five years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Terry, it, it, time for us to take our first break. When we come back, um, let's start to talk about um, what does it mean to be an intuitive leader and why you decided to kind of focus on the leadership aspect of things now. Um, gave us a little hint that you had a leadership uh, uh, um, <laughs> center, so uh, we'll, we'll expand upon that. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Terry Wildeman, uh, uh, author, coach, consultant, and intuitive leadership uh, developer, I guess. Um, so, Terry, th- this idea of whole um, of focusing on leadership as opposed to other aspects of business, how did that come about? Well, leadership is a, tends to be emotional. It's mm. an action, whereas management tends to be more in the practical and tactical side. And great managers understand that that leadership is key and leaders understand that there's a time and a place for management the thing is what happens with the leadership piece in business is that because there is an undercurrent of emotion to it some folks tend to run away from it Mm. you know we've been trained to leave our emotions at the door when in fact we can't escape our emotions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a better way to think about it is leave your drama at the door ah. and bring your emotions with you. I like that. Yeah, leave the drama at the door. And so and and because that's a, a lot of the really the big challenges in the workplace tend to be the the drama that comes with the interpersonal relationships between people in the workplace. It does. And it's also the drama of indecision the drama of not being in control, the drama of not being accepted or liked, the drama of not feeling perfect, and the drama of change. Mm. All four of those are fears that tend to connect to the behavior styles, the, the four behavior styles that we've known about for centuries and centuries and centuries. Mm. And those four fears can really shift us into what I call the movie director role. Where we focus, which you spoke about earlier in the opening of the show, we focus more on what we don't want instead of what we do want. That's where fear takes us. It takes us towards what we don't want instead of what we do want. Right. And, And in today's world where everything is changing so, so quickly... It's like we really need to learn how to adapt and be flexible and roll with the changes because the only thing constant, as they say, is change these days. Well, it's always been change. Yes. I mean, try stopping the seasons. Right. But, but I mean, it has gotten more intense and change yeah. is happening more rapidly than ever before. Yeah. You know, I just watched this um, uh, movie on Netflix, The Butler. And it was the story of a butler in the White House who had started off a, 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 a poor slave boy in the South and who, who was, was a manservant and, and, you know, through one thing or another got to be a, a servant at a, a high-end hotel in Washington, D.C. and then got hired for the White House. Um, up until the point, and it, it was a lot about sort of the civil rights movement and what happened during the 60s and 70s, um, up until the point that this gentleman lived long enough to see Barack Obama be elected president. And I just thought, my God, you know, to think in, in one person's lifetime to go from being the, the, a slave to being the, the butler for a black president of the United States. I mean, that is such extreme change. It is extreme in, change. For one lifetime. It was amazing. 
Absolutely. I, I can only imagine living that life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I found it very emotional <laughs> to just to watch it. But, um, but I mean, really, it just, to me, spoke to so much how, you know, if that would happen in that man's lifetime, I, I just can't imagine, like, what am I going to see in the next 20, 30 years of my lifetime? You know, what other tremendous changes are going to unfold? So if you're going to be a leader, one of the things that are, are is going to be really core to how you show up and how you lead is how do you deal with change? Absolutely. And and in learning how to, and I like to use the word work with change instead of deal with change. Okay. Because it has a different energy to it. Sure. Dealing with it turns it into a problem. Right. Working with it turns it into a partner. Right. Or dance with it. Or <laughs> Have dance some fun with, with it. it. Right. Absolutely. That's even better. I love dancing with change. Yeah. <laughs> I just love dancing. It's that Cuban blood in you. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the thing with change is, again, it, what, what's coming up for me as we're talking about this, which is rather interesting, is change can propel us into becoming visible. And so many of us are fearful of becoming visible because we're more comfortable being invisible. Yeah, yeah. We hide. And I will share with you that for me, that's been a big deal, especially with this book coming out. Um, I bet. It is going to make me be very visible. And there has there, there was a lot of internal angst going on, even though it's my seventh book. This oh, wow. is different. Seventh this book, is, wow. This is my fourth child. <laughs> I have three kids. This is my fourth child. This is a whole different ball game. And there's something about being visible in this way where you're basically claiming who you are to the world mm. that can be very challenging. And it's that fear of not being liked. It's that fear of what's going to happen. It's that fear of not being able to predict the future. Right. It's that fear of is this going to be embraced? Right. You know, there are so many pieces of this when it comes to change. How is my world going to change? You know, wh what is going to be happening? And it's one of those of having to step into trust, belief, and just knowing that I'm following my path. So, so what was the motivation to, to, that got you started to write this book? Because you, obviously it's about to come out this month. You must have been working on it the last That's few right. years. What, what kind of was the little impetus, the push to say, hey, you need to write another book about well, this? Well, intuition is a big deal for me. Ah. And leadership is a big deal. Both of those pieces have always been huge in my life. And okay. five years ago, I was having some energy work done. And I was coming out of this very deep, deep la-la land that we go into when we're having energy work done. And as I was coming out of it, I heard the words, the Enchanted Boardroom. Uh, and I realized that another book was going to be born. Didn't uh -huh. know when, didn't know where, it had been on the docket, da-da-da. And I knew that everything would fall into place in due course. My publisher found me. Oh. I, I put it up on my, which I talk about in my book, my magnetic business attraction plan that I wanted my ideal publisher to find me. And the next day, they found me on LinkedIn and called me. <laughs> wow. It was wonderful. 
I met with my publisher. I knew what the book cover was going to look like, and he described exactly what my book cover was. My husband almost fell off his chair. (laughs) (laughs) He... um, when he was listening to this conversation that we were having. And the book cover is absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous. It's everything that I envisioned and more. You know, it's interesting. And, and I really, I didn't think about this until you started talking about the book. Two weeks ago, I had a guest on who wrote a book, co-authored a book called uh, Leadership in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And they use the analogy of Alice in Wonderland and the different characters in Wonderland uh, for different um, uh, challenges and, di- and different uh, types of people you meet, you know, when you're mm-hmm. in leadership. With the Enchanted Boardroom, I'm wondering, do you use sort of the analogies of the Enchanted Forest or are you more about like sort of what the magic is around leadership? It's really more about uh, the book itself is, it's, by the way, this is first in a series. Oh, okay. So this specific book is a primer of what got me into well, why leadership is so important to me and how you can incor- you incorporate leadership on a day-to-day basis from communications to networking. But I get deeply into law of attraction, which ah. you, you, started, you opened the door with. <laughs> Absolutely law of attraction and then we talk about intuition and I talk and the enchanted boardroom is actually learning how to tap into your wise intuitive spiritual experts that are always there for you as a enchanted boardroom they are an external boardroom that will help you to enchant your physical boardroom especially if everyone in the physical boardroom, your physical meeting, so to speak, mm-hmm. tap into the same exercises and tap into their own wise, intuitive, spiritual experts. Mm. Well, I just see uh, we have a couple of, of uh, uh, spiritual experts I see watching the Facebook live stream. Welcome, Julian and Peter. Um, it sounds almost a little bit like... Uh, what Napoleon Hill talks about in Think and Grow Rich of having your um, sort of, uh, I don't think he used this phrase, but kind of like your spiritual mastermind group. Exactly. And it's interesting because somebody said to me, have you read Napoleon Hill's book? I go, uh, yeah, just the first few chapters. And we, I read about <laughs> it in the back, and it is similar. When yeah. people come together, the third mind connects. But I take it a little bit different, a, a little bit deeper okay. in that, I actually take people through meditation to help them invite their spiritual experts into the room. Ah, okay, cool, cool. And you're talking about having people do this uh, as a as a group or individually? Both. Ah, okay, cool. Ooh, both, both, welcome, both. Zena, another friend, spiritual friend, uh, watching on the Facebook live stream. Um, Awesome. I'm curious, how is this different from the prior book, Unlock the Power of You? Well, Unlock the Power, it's actually Unlock the Power in You. Oh, in That you. is an okay. anthology. Ah, okay. It's an anthology with, three, uh, with 12 folks, and we're all into Law of Attraction. We all wrote a different topic. Ah, Okay, so that's an anthology. And my very first book came out in 1998. It's a book on customer service and telephone skills. Uh-huh. And ironically, a lot of what I wrote in that book 
I, I'm not going to say I rewrote, but some of the ideas are in this book also. Oh, uh-huh, okay. And way back then in 1998, it was all about stress. And because I am licensed with the HeartMath Institute, I do incorporate a lot of stress management tips and tools to assist in getting into our intuitive selves. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, it's time for us to take another commercial break. When we come back, I'd like to talk, since you mentioned the HeartMath Institute, about the role that the heart plays in being an intuitive leader. Okay? Brilliant. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Just a quick uh, reminder, uh, today, uh, September 22nd, this evening, I am having the kickoff meeting for the Conscious Business Collective. I talked all about it in my show last week. I'm very, very excited. It's sort of my reformulation of the Law of Attraction group that I was running. I got lots of great people coming out tonight. If you would like to come, you can get all the details at our meetup group, which is meetup.com slash conscious dash biz dash collective. Or just, you know, go to Meetup and just do a search for Conscious Business Collective. Please register. Let me know that you're coming. And uh, we're, we're meeting in a, a wonderful, nice little technology office on 25th Street at 645 this evening, uh, September 22nd. If you missed it, if for some reason you're listening to the recording afterwards and, and you wanted to come but you didn't know about till later, please just go to the Meetup group and register. I have meetings planned out till the end of the year. It'll be the third Thursday of every month. Um, I've got the conference room reserved. So just join the group on Meetup and you'll get the announcements whenever they come out. So, uh, Terry, you mentioned in the last segment about how you're a certified heart math practitioner. And, uh, you know, lately I've been a lot more, uh, how shall I say, aware or, or keen on the place for the heart in different situations. And so I'm curious, you know, where does the heart come in when you're being an intuitive leader? Frankly, the heart is the core of intuition in my book. 
the heart organ, when we shift into our chest, we shift into that heart center. We actually connect the brain in the head with the brain in the heart. Mm. Right? We step into a place of coherent. Athletes understand this when they get into the zone. They're, they're actually in a very coherent place and everything becomes effortless. Right. In our society, we tend to live from the neck up. And right. this is where we live in the land of practical, tactical, and logical. Mm-hmm. And this land of practical, tactical, and logical creates very high stress, makes things a lot harder instead of easier, and our perceptions get skewed. When we take deep breaths and shift into our body and shift into this heart chakra, this heart core, it actually connects both brains together. And what HeartMath has found is that the heart itself uses many of the same hormones or, or sends many of the same hormones that the brain does and actually sends more messages to the brain than the brain does to the heart. Wow. And this heart, when you connect in this chest area, the coherence becomes magnificent. The clarity, the ease, the focus, everything becomes so much better because you're working with both sides of your brain, your both and your, bo- your entire body. Mm. The practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, and the physical. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. So let's just say I'm a, you know, a manager in an office, or maybe I run a small business, or I'm a solopreneur, and, and I want to at least start preparing myself to become more of an intuitive leader. What would you advise people like how to just initially start to even prepare yourself to step into this larger role? A couple things. That is a great, great question. Thank you. The first thing is to honor that your intuition is a powerful tool. So many people run away from it because they're scared that people are going to look at them and think, oh, you're going into that woo-woo place, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know that drill. And, yes. and I actually have a, a chapter in my book called Entering the Practical Woo Zone. Oh, <laughs> <It's>, right. <laughs> it, it's, no, intuition is not woo. Intuition is a part of us. And intuition right. was acknowledged and used extensively before we turned into this mechanized society that we, that we are in now. Right. And the, um, when you shift into the heart, and I have a technique called quick shift. Okay. And with quick shift, you shift into your body, you become aware of your body, and I guide managers to put their hand on their chest and imagine that the hand is like an air bellows, that tool that uh, puts Uh. air in and out of a fireplace. Uh So you put your hand on your chest and you begin to breathe in and out of your hand as the air, as the hand acts as an air bellows. And you just sit there for a few seconds, just breathing in and out of your chest and shifting your awareness to that area. Think of something that feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it brings up the DHEA in your body and lowers your cortisol levels. Mm. Keep breathing some more. And then if you have a question, ask yourself the question and allow the answer to bubble to the surface. Or just stay in this place for at least 60 seconds. And you're basically recalibrating your body. Ah. You're basically... Um, what I like to say is oiling your body, just like you put oil into a car. 
Right. Your body's similar to the car. The DHEA right. is that oil, and the DHEA, the more you build it up, the smoother and the easier things become. So it's about learning how to live in this place and quick shifting as often as you need to shift into this place of neutrality and consciousness, actually. Right, right. And and what are the benefits of doing that? And, and let's talk practical, like in the workplace. How does that change things for you in the workplace? And people are thinking about, well, I got deadlines, I got this I have to do, I have that I have to do. How is this going to help somebody? It helps with decision making. Ah. It helps with clarity. Okay. And it can also help with communications, especially if you avoid what I call my five negative words. If you stay away from these five words in your communication, magic happens. Oh, okay. And they are don't, not, know, try, and can't. No, try, and can't. <laughs> so okay. when you hear yourself saying those words, shift the phrase into a positive piece, and you will be stunned at how your language changes and how people respond to it. So quick shift allows you to see things differently. Mm -hmm. It gives you a different perspective, and that perspective then creates emotions, and those emotions shift your words and thoughts, which then allow you to create the outcomes that you're looking for, and then followed with some insight, you can shift all over again. And that's called the RAM model, my results alignment model. Okay. It goes round and round and round, and quick shift just sits right smack in the middle of it. Okay. Okay. And so now you've used these techniques with people for, for many years now, correct? Yes. Yes. So what kinds of, of changes have you seen with the people that you've worked with? You know, can you maybe give us a, you know, an example, a, a small example of maybe someone you worked with and, and why they came to see you and how that, these kinds of uh, techniques were able to help them to sort of shift their situation? Oh, absolutely. In one talk that I gave, a woman showed up who was walking with a cane. Mm -hmm. And she was doubled over. She was a mess, actually. Mm -hmm. And she came to a follow-up workshop, and she learned these techniques and tools that I was giving, and then she joined into an ongoing program. Now, I did not see her physically for about four months. Okay. And then I gave another talk, and she showed up. I didn't know who she was. Oh, really? I didn't recognize her. She was standing up straight. She was beautiful. She was smiling. She was just amazing. Amazing. Wow. Wow. And even for myself, when my doctor gave me permission to study Reiki mm -hmm. way back in 1997, Right. Law of attraction came into my life, and I wasn't, un well, it's always been in my life, but I started realizing that there was an, a, a much bigger power at stake. There was something else because of the things that were happening in my world and the things that I was attracting. When I started studying it, my health began to improve, ah. my flexibility improved, my illnesses have disappeared. Ah, okay. Everything is gone because I practice what I preach. Right, right. So what's when, I, I mean, those are, are, are pretty great things. Has there been something sort of on the business end that doing these things has helped you personally with? 
Oh, it, it's helped. The woman I'm talking about is a businesswoman. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And because see, what people fail to realize is with business, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Yes, it's very true. And without your health, you can't work your career. You can't serve your family. You can't be in your business. I don't like to use the word can't, but that's what happens. Your health is keystone to your being able to do anything and everything else. And everything that I teach applies daily, 24-7 in the workplace also. The positive communication is all law of attraction work. And it changes the workplace culture. Right, right. It changes how you sell. It changes how you see the client. It changes how you see the employee. Right. It changes how you make decisions. Yeah. And when your health improves everything else around you improves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a woman comes to me, she's very loyal, comes to my law, what was my law of attraction group for many years because when she first started coming, she had all these health issues and stuff. And, and after listening to the discussions we had at, in the group and everything, she talked about, you know, how her health just totally changed around. She was vibrant. Um, she, she sent me a message. She, she's not going to make it tonight, but she said, I'll be there the next one. Um, but she's always like uh, one of my biggest fans because of uh, how she saw the, the the energetic side of things, how much of an improvement it made in her own health. Uh, I, I'm curious, since we're both, uh, you know, real law of attraction junkies, <laughs> um, what do you think is the most, the biggest misconception around law of attraction? That unless positive things are happening, it's not working. Ah, that's a good one. That's a law of attraction works twenty four seven. So if you focus on negative, guess what you're going to have in your life. If you focus on positive, guess what you're going to have in your life. Uh, Just two days ago, I walked into a store, and it was a health food store. And the and this woman who has been there for years, she's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. And one of the things that she mentioned was. Um, she does this and she does that and she wears this and she wears that because she's, she needs to heal herself uh, because she's such a wounded individual. Ooh. I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Come here. Let's, let's have a little chat here. <laughs> the more you keep saying you're wounded, what's happening? This is the story you keep telling yourself over yes. and over and over again. Yes, you're going to be wounded and you're going to keep healing this wounded this woundedness what about learning how to change not learning what about changing your story mm-hmm. change your story to one i'm in the process of getting healthy right i'm in the process of clearing out my crap right and these colors and what i wear helps me do that right Right. And she just stopped and looked at me because she's a phenomenal healer herself. Uh, and I'm not sure she understood what she was doing to herself. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. And sometimes we don't, when we don't pay attention to our own language, we don't even realize, you know, what we are doing to ourselves with our own language. And that often takes someone outside of us to point it out, which is one of the big reasons I'm such a big believer in having coaches and, and, and consultants and, and, you know, people that you work with because they can see you much more clearly than you can see yourself. And you are spot on with that. 
my partner and I, we sit across the table from each other, and we have promised that we are holding ourselves accountable. We are holding each other accountable mm-hmm. when we go to a more uh, a poor me space, when we uh, use language that is negative attraction versus positive attraction. Right. We hold each other accountable so much, and it's amazing to see how often, even as we teach this stuff, that we don't hear the words that are coming out of our mouth. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Terry, believe it or not, we're coming up against our last commercial break of the hour. See, time flies when you're having so much fun. Yeah. So uh, when we come back, let's talk about uh, just kind of uh, the, the, the book and when it's coming out, since it'll be soon, and, and we'll let people know also how to get in touch with you. Okay, Terry? Yes, thank you. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, closing out our conversation with Terry Wildeman. Um, But first, before I forget, I would be remiss in my duties if I did not remind you of this amazing uh, 12-day telesummit that's free, that's happening starting tomorrow, September 23rd. So go and sign up for this right away, Journey for the Soul. Telesummit, uh, it's a wonderful woman, Vesna Matic, um, put it all together. She's got um, a 22 different spiritual teachers, including, of course, myself, the Conscious Consultant. Um, we did a great interview, and that's going to be coming out on October 2nd, I believe. But the, the Telesummit itself starts on the 23rd, so if you want to catch all of it, and it's really good stuff, I want you to go to this website. You just all big one word, Journey for the Soul Summit dot com slash sam s-a-m go register check it out there's some great great teachers involved with this summit and uh it it's got a ton of great information so make sure you go sign up for it um so terry uh the enchanted ballroom your new book it's coming out really soon right it is we we will be doing a soft launch october 18th Okay. And then we'll be doing a hard launch the week after the election. Ah, 
we will be choosing a date that week. I suspect it'll probably be um, that Tuesday, whatever the Tuesday is after the election, is when we're going to do the hard launch. So it's very exciting. Wonderful, wonderful. What's your intention behind this book? What's your hope for it? What's your desire for it? My hope for this book is that managers and leaders who have been fearful of acknowledging their intuition come out of this come out of the non-intuitive closet hmm. right they step into their power they tap into their intuitive inner guidance system wholeheartedly hmm. they guide their teams and their people to tap into this powerful tool that each and every one of us are born with Mm. that they use it in the workplace to expand to innovate to be creative and then from there once all of that is done we get into the logical practical tactical stuff where we do the planning and the project management and we get things going to where they need to be. So that is really my goal, to help bring intuition in a huge way back into the workplace, back into business and entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. and help these leaders and managers acknowledge that part of themselves so that they can bring that out in their people. And then you're creating an enchanted boardroom that Mm -hmm. is powerful, whole, exciting, and helps create a purposeful business. Wow, cool, very cool. Now, I, I'm, I know you must have gotten you, you know some people to review the drafts and to read it. What kind of just initial uh, sort of uh, reactions have you gotten from what people have seen so far of the book? Oh, it's just been so positive. Um, I'm frankly very humbled. Uh, one woman yesterday said to me, Terry, you do realize that this book is going to help in ways that you can't even begin to understand yeah. and it, it, it's, it's a little daunting quite frankly <laughs> but they have just every single person has come back and has written testimonials for the book they have just been glowing testimonials and just Wonderful. so supportive because it has been a little bit of a nerve-wracking journey i'm not going i yeah. i'm going to own that Right, right. Yeah, of course, of course, because you're you're trying to give a voice to something that that most people um, have some concerns around giving a voice to. Yes, absolutely. Ah, ah, welcome, Joaquin and Cheryl, my dear friends down in Florida. They're watching on the Facebook live stream. Um, and and you said that there's a, a program actually that you came up with that's coming out um, after the book is released. Correct? Yes. There is a program that I'm actually going to be introducing with the book signings. And so I'm, I don't really like book signings. I like to give right. value right. when we do something like that. And the program is called Inward Journey, Outward Results. Okay. And it's about teaching leaders how to go into this inward place right. to find answers. And I will be teaching some skills within this presentation on how to pull out those hidden gems very easily and very quickly in order to be able to then take that information and run with it. Mm, mm, Beautiful, beautiful. Um, What do you think is the greatest challenge for leaders today in, in coming to this place of being able to accept their intuitive, energetic, spiritual side? 
Well, I believe, in, and I'm going to use myself as an example, mm-hmm. it's about being taken seriously. Mm. It's about not being judged. Right. It's about having other people who are so in their heads say, oh, well, you're, you know, you're off the wall. Right. You know, that is really hard to be judged like that. Yes, yes. And so what happens is people who are very intuitive, they don't talk about where their insights come from. Right. <laughs> they keep it inside because they don't yeah. want to risk being talked down to or being made fun of or not being taken seriously. And, in fact, being highly intuitive if I were hiring somebody, right. that's got to be one of the qualifications. How tapped in are you to your intuition? Hmm. Because what I then know then, what I know then is that this individual is using all of their skill sets. Hmm. So let's say I was a, a, a client of yours and I come to you and I say, Terry, look, I get it. I love it. I'm using my intuition, but I'm afraid to come forward and really let people know exactly where my guidance comes from. What would you say to me? The first thing I want to do is have a deeper conversation with you. Mm. I would want to know where these fears are coming from. And oftentimes these fears come from our being judged and instances that happen uh, around when we're kids. Yeah. Okay. And it's either knocked out of us because of a parent or it's knocked out of us because of something or incident that happened. So what I use is I use tapping EFT and I have other uh, energy psychology tools that I work with. So we just zap that out. Ah, okay. Which helps to uh, ground a little bit because those emotions that are no longer there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. So, Terry, how can people uh, find the the book when it is released? If they go to my website, Mm www.intuitiveleadership.com, they will get information. It's not all on there right now. It should be completely up and rocking and rolling within the next couple weeks. And the book will be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Ah, wonderful. Wonderful. And, uh, yeah, and if they want to learn more just about your offerings, your programs, your services, also intuitiveleadership.com? Intuitiveleadership.com, or they can follow me on Facebook. I also have a group called Attractionpreneur on Ah. Facebook that focuses on law of attraction, intuition, and business systems, specifically for entrepreneurs. Wonderful. So it's Attractionpreneur. Attractionpreneur. Oh, I like that. I like that. Can I borrow that? <laughs> hey, give me credit. Not a problem. No, <laughs> you definitely, I'll definitely more than happy to give you credit. Um, uh, so, Terry, w- what, what, what comes next? We just got a couple of minutes left in the show. W- what comes next after the book launch? Oh, <laughs> good question. My goal with the book is obviously to get on stages to speak with leaders Mm. about tapping into their intuition on how to work with law of attraction, how to incorporate all of this into their goal-setting processes. And really getting this message out to as many people as possible is truly my goal. And being able to help people understand it's a part of them. It's not a part. Mm. You know, it's not a separate piece. It's actually a piece of who they are. Right. 
So that is the mission, to get out there, to speak, to, we'll, we will be doing leadership retreats. Wonderful. In key places. So Wonderful. Wonderful. Lots of fun. Sounds great, Terry. Sounds great. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on the show with me today. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate you. Thank you so very, very much. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome, uh, Terry, a fellow member of the Evolutionary Business Council. And and uh, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely have to get together next time you make it into New York City. Okay, Terry? I would love it. All right. Great. Great. So uh, before I sign off again, just uh, two final reminders. The Conscious Business Collective would take where people, uh, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, professionals, business owners coming together to, uh, you know, um, to to apply these very same principles that me and Terry have been talking about over this past hour. Our kickoff meeting is tonight, September 22nd here in New York City. Um, on 25th Street at 6.45 p.m. You can get all of the details at our meetup group, which is meetup.com slash conscious dash biz, B-I-Z dash collective. Um, or just search for Conscious Business Collective when you get to meetup.com and, and find us. Please register on the site. If you can't make it tonight, just join the meetup group so that you'll get the announcements. After um, tonight's meeting, probably sometime uh, the end of the weekend, I'll announce the next meeting. We'll have meetings going out through uh, the end of the year. And again, remember, journeyforthesoulsummit.com slash Sam, an amazing 12-day uh, a summit all about the spiritual journey, 23 different spiritual teachers, including myself. Um, it's free. Just go to journeyforthesoulsummit.com slash Sam and sign up. Thank you, all my wonderful listeners. Thank you, everyone who's listened through Talking Alternative and TalkRadio.nyc, as well as through my Facebook live stream. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you, Rob, for engineering the show today. Thank you, listeners, and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And and welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. 
I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 